Welcome to the Fit40 Podcast, where we take all the confusing, conflicting fitness and nutrition information and break it down so that you can live your healthiest, strongest, most energized life. I'm your host, Brian Fitzsimmons. Let's get it started. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back for another awesome episode of the Fit40 Podcast. Today, I have another awesome guest, but it's a little bit different this time around. Instead of somebody in the industry, somebody who is like an expert in some sort of field, we have somebody who has been through the Fit40 process herself, listener of the Fit40 podcast, one of my favorite clients, Kristen. Mm -hmm. So welcome, Kristen. Happy to have you on this end of the podcast. Thanks, Brian. It's nice to be here. Awesome. Very happy. Very happy that we get to actually chat a little bit because I think these are the most valuable conversations when clients actually come on and we talk about everything that's been working for you and what hasn't. And hopefully everybody listening can learn a thing or two for themselves. And Hey, if they want to maybe even sign up for coaching and see and <laughs> chat with us about uh random stuff on Wednesday nights, like uh, how to measure a solo cup. What was the last one we talked about? It what? was about wine and solo cups and yes. chocolate and we're not to buy chocolate for our other halves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I forgot about the chocolate conversation. But yeah, that and other random foods. But before we get too off track, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the origin story because I love knowing where everybody started from. And I'm sure that somebody listening right now probably is in your shoes when you were younger and up till now. So what has your journey been like as far as fitness, nutrition, and everything like that? So my story is a little different, I would say. Um, I did everything completely backwards. Um, so I guess my origin story started a year after I got married. So I married my husband, Jerry, in 2015. Um, and I remember getting married thinking this is the start of my life and this is going to be really great. You know, the first year of our marriage was incredible. Um, so February comes around, February 2016, and uh, we're getting ready to go to bed. The next day was Super Bowl, you know, kind of ironic this time of the year. And I get this really, really, really bad pain in my abdomen. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, crap, what's going on? What's wrong? I couldn't move. We were going to bed. It was like 10 o'clock at night. He's like, this isn't right, Kristen. Something's wrong. He's like, let's go to the emergency room. So me, my son, his daughter, we all go to the emergency room end up there, you know, till five o'clock in the morning, they do scans, they do x-rays, they do everything. And they're like, you know, we're not sure what was going on. Maybe it was a cyst that ruptured, go home. So they call me six o'clock in the morning and they're like, uh, Mrs. Mancuso, you need to see your primary, you know, there's, we did a scan and there's some nodules on your lungs. And I'm thinking to myself, oh crap, that's not good. So long story short, do scans and they find out that actually I have nodules on my thyroid. I go see an endocrinologist and they told me I had Hashimoto's. And at the time I'm thinking to myself, I don't know anything about this. Let me go find a functional doctor, a functional medicine doctor to, you know, figure out what's going on with my body. I was already dieting. I've been a chronic dieter. Oh, I don't even know, 20 some odd years of my life, I would say. So mm -hmm. I felt like I was, I was eating well, I was doing well. And so I go see an endocrinologist and he's like, we'll see you in a year. We'll monitor you. That didn't sit right with me sat horribly with me. I didn't like that feeling of, okay, I now have an autoimmune disease. I feel like crap. I have the worst anxiety. What is going on with me? 
So I find a functional medicine doctor and it was visit after visit after visit of take this supplement, do this. And I just felt worse. You know, my anxiety was getting bad. My depression was even worse than it was. And I was just feeling awful. So after about a year of doing that, now we're talking 2017, um, I see one of my friends and she's working out with the trainer at the gym and she looked fantastic. I was like, wow, you know, and she's like, maybe it'll help your anxiety, Kristen, come along and let's, you know, work out me who had no experience at all in a gym signs up for 5am coaching. And I have to tell you, I was at the gym five days a week, 5am working out and I was exhausted and I was tired and I felt like crap and I wasn't sleeping and I was chronic dieting. Um, fast forward to, I want to say it was 2018, 20, yeah, it was 2018. My, the coach left and I ended up saying, okay, I want to go to CrossFit. Let's try that. It's a challenge. You know, I want to lift heavy. I want to do more. And I ended up hurting my shoulder really badly. Um, February of 2019, I ended up falling on ice and I destroyed my shoulder. I absolutely, I, I had frozen shoulder going into shoulder surgery. Um, I tore my bicep, I tore my rotator cuff on top of frozen shoulder. Six weeks in the sling, um, I developed chronic pain, and I had more frozen shoulder. It was just awful. COVID happened, um, which was a good thing for me, because it gave me time to work on myself mentally. Like, mental health was huge for me. I found a therapist, and, you know, I eventually just started walking. That's, you know... About a year and a half ago, I just started walking every day with my dog because that's all I wanted to do. I knew that I needed to get back and do something, but I was terrified of working out. I was absolutely scared of going back to the gym. Um, the amount of pain I went through with my shoulder was horrific. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. Um, so that's that's my origin story. I was a hot mess. And when I say a hot mess, I was really a hot mess. I can't even tell you how bad I was. Yeah, that sounds like very similar to a lot of what I've heard from other people as far as having some sort of autoimmune disease, getting injured, trying to do what's best, trying to go to doctors and fitness professionals and people that you trust to take care of you, but you kind of just feel like you're stuck or some like something's got to give. And I know when we first met, you were very hesitant to get going with, with exercise and doing certain things because of that shoulder. Now, yeah. when it came to that, when it came to the exercise component of when we started, what were some of your biggest concerns based on what you've done in CrossFit, what you've done in the other stuff that you've done prior? My biggest fear was hurting myself again. I was not willing to do anything to hurt myself. Um, I was extremely guarded. I was terrified of hurting myself. Um, I remember sitting downstairs the night before my first workout because, you know, you gave me all my workouts and I was looking up thinking to myself, can my shoulder handle this? Can I do this again? Because I've been, li I've been living with chronic pain for years. I mean, I had shoulder surgery in 20, 2019 and it was, it hurt. My shoulder hurt so bad and I didn't want to hurt anymore. That's really my biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah. And for anybody listening right now, when it comes to Kristen in particular, I know one of the big things that we focused on was doing things that don't piss off that shoulder. So yeah. in CrossFit and the other class that you were doing, what were some of the movements that really like seemed to get at the shoulder or that didn't feel too great? I want to say at the time, 
I want to say cleans were hurting my shoulder, any type of overhead press, anything like, like that was remotely using my shoulder, even a bicep curl hurt at the time because, you know, I, I tore my bicep. I didn't even know I tore my bicep until he got in there and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, you tore your bicep and that's why you were hurting even more. It was like, awesome. That's really cool. Thanks for fixing it. It's great it. to hear. <laughs> it's really great to hear. Yeah. Beside my shoulder, my bicep was torn. Yeah. So, um, so it was, it was anything. It was to the point where I couldn't even lift my arm up to put deodorant on. I had to buy spray deodorant because I couldn't lift my arm like more than like to here. It was, it was horrible. It hurts so bad. Yeah. And now you went through PT and all of that. And once we've gotten to that place, it's like, great shoulders feeling better, but it's not exactly like a hundred percent. It's not like we're thriving. We're just like good enough. So when we started the workout program, what did you find that was the most helpful as far as the exercises that we did that had it feeling better that eventually got us to that place where you were like pain-free and like starting to actually push yourself? Stretching. Honestly, like the, um, the prone pec stretch, I love that stretch. I do that almost every day. Um, the stretching where I put my arm up in the doorway and I stretch um, anything like that foam rolling, like the, all of that helps so much. It's to the point where I feel so much better when I'm stretching every single day. And I do, I love stretching. It's one of the things that I can't emphasize enough how important it is. Yep, absolutely. And for anybody that fears stretching because they hear all these things about how studies show that it like makes you weaker, it like all that stuff. This is the, this is where the nuance comes in. Are you going to be able to lift a one rep max as heavy as possible while stretching in between sets? Probably not. But are you going to be able to lift more pain free if you are in pain? Is it going to allow you to do it for long enough to get really good results, build muscle, get stronger on weights that you could do for like six to 10 or 15 to 20? Yes. So there's always a way to fit stuff in that'll have you feeling your best. And I think Kristen, you're a prime example of that because it's like what we do for you, it has been working like a charm. And you've gone from yeah. that point of being scared to now I'm getting messages where you're telling me, I lifted a heavier weight. I did this. I, I, now I know what it means to like lift heavy because I actually have to use the two <laughs> minutes of rest. I do. That was the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels good to be on the other side of that. It was such a journey and such a process to get here. Like I said, I did everything completely backwards. I had no experience. I had no guidance. I kind of just did what I thought I should be doing. And, you know, and it's so funny looking back, I wasn't even going to come to the class when I, when I was invited to the class. I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go do oh, this at work. You're talking about when I came? Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah, came, for, when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, I did a presentation at Kristen's work, who actually works with my mom, had a little connection there. In, in the inside connection, but we put them through a workout, talk nutrition, and it was a blast. And I could tell Kristen, you were really into it. Some of the guys were it like, was. this doesn't feel hard enough, but <laughs> the ladies are like, this is great. It was, it was a lot of fun, but I wasn't going to go. I really wasn't. My coworkers like, Kristen, you used to work out. I don't want to go by myself. You're coming with me. Sign up for this, this session. I was like, okay, I guess I got to go. <laughs> but I wasn't going to go, you know, it's so funny how one change, you know, made such a difference. All it took was me going to that class and I was like hook, line and sinker. <laughs> there we go. Yep. It worked out great. Cause I'm, I'm really very did. happy that it, 
that it landed that way. And when it comes to the workout stuff, clearly we nailed it. And the other thing too, that I wanted to touch on was the nutritional aspect, because I know you mentioned before that you were like a forever dieter, like always chronic dieting. And we flipped the switch on that. So what was it like making that switch? Painful. I'm going to be really honest. It was scary. <laughs> I appreciate it was the honesty. It's not all sunshine <laughs> and rainbows. It's really not. From somebody who followed a plan, who's followed it, you know, most of my adult life, um, it was very painful. It was uncomfortable. It was uneasy. It, felt, it was scary. But once I got over that initial hurdle of, okay, this is what I have to do, it wasn't so bad. It was this it's it felt normal once I started eating like I didn't feel like I was deprived I was missing out in fact I went from missing out to living a full life going out and not worrying about things you know not panicking and freaking out about oh my gosh I have to eat this or oh my gosh I can't have that it's okay I'm gonna go out I'm gonna have pizza on Saturday I may have a drink probably not you know, we went away for a weekend. I nailed that, you know, it just, it was just, it was just a different way of doing things. And it feels so normal. And I say normal because I was a chronic dieter and now I'm eating like normal. <laughs> it feels so weird saying that, but it's the I truth. Know. It, it, it's almost it, like the grass is greener because you figure out what you can and cannot get away with. Because I know there's yeah. a lot of diet systems out there that tell you good food, bad food, can't have this. You only can have this. And I know for you in particular, that was, that was a bit of a struggle, like getting unlearning that stuff and the diet culture and everything like that. Yeah, it really was. It's still, you know, I still struggle with it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie and say it's, it's all sunshine and rainbows. There's moments where I'm sitting here looking at, you know, ice cream in my freezer and my husband's like, Hey, let's have some ice cream tonight. Okay. Hold on a minute. Do I really want to go down this path? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I can. I have calories left. I'm going to put it on the food scale. I'm going to measure what I'm going to have. And oh, yeah, I'm going to add chocolate chips to it, too. So I hit my calorie range and I'm going to enjoy it. So it's all, you know, it's all planned and it's thought out and it's well thought out. And, you know, it's it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. It's It's really simple. Yeah. And when you say everybody makes it out to be, you mean the calorie counting? Yeah, it's easy. I have no yeah. issues with it. it. The food scale lives on my counter. Yeah. I'd like to talk about that a little bit because I know sometimes that's a point of contention for a lot of people. They're like, I don't want to be obsessed with these numbers. I don't want to do this. But I, like at the end of the day, if you want to get out of debt, you got to set a budget. No different with calories and weight. You got to know how yep. many your body needs and you got to stick to it. So what were your thoughts initially going in? And then how did that change over time as you started buying in a little bit more and more? I honestly, I wasn't hesitant about it at all. Um, I just did it. The biggest hurdle for me was when I found out I was measuring my protein wrong. I was measuring it cooked, not raw. And I was doing that. Every other meal was fine. It was that. And that was my hang up. It was like, oh crap, I'm doing this wrong. And you were like, Kristen, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But then I got in my head and I'm like, oh gosh, could I have done better? Could I have done something different? You know, what could I have done, you know, to not feel so stupid? You know, I should have known this. And then I took a step back and I was like, hold on a minute. Who taught you? And I said, 
to my, once I had the mental talk with myself, I realized nobody taught me how to do this. There's no perfect science to this. Hold on a minute. We don't need to do perfection here. I did pretty good. I'm still making progress. I'm still losing inches. I'm still losing weight. Okay, cool. Just adjust a little bit and let's move on. Once I had that mental talk with myself, because I'm, a, I'm part of myself, you know, we, we all are at some point, you know, but I'm like, wait a minute. I don't need to do perfect. I don't need to. There's no perfection in living your life. Exactly. exactly. And that's another thing we harp on too, is better beats perfect, right? Yeah. Yep. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to ever be perfect. So why even bother? We always just can always strive for better. And I yeah. know that you mentioned in there that you were talking about, like, I'm still losing inches. What was that like when we kind of shifted away from, let's just look at the scale to we have a bunch of different measurements and a bunch of the more we measure, the more we win, like there's more ways to win. So what did that feel like when you got away from just the scale? It felt really good. Honestly, the first, after the first six weeks and I took out my tape measure and measured myself and I was like, holy crap, I did something other than lose weight. <laughs> you know, it was kind of cool because the first, like after the first six weeks, like I gained like a pound or something. I don't remember, yeah. but it was really cool to see that, you know what, the scale, you know, we can put that in the corner. It doesn't need to be the only indicator of progress. I started losing inches and the inches continue to come off. And it's like, I look forward to taking out my tape measure and, you know, putting it around my waist, putting it around, you know, my hips, my bust, everything else like that. You know, it's kind of cool to see the progress along the way. And, you know, it's, it's even better because clothes that I used to wear fit me better. And it's like, I'm shopping all over again for new clothes and it's fun. Yep. And we're not a slave to the scale because no, I, how, how discouraging would that have been in the past for you? If we just saw a pound up, I can tell you a pound, um, would have been detrimental. Um, I've weighed myself and I would cry because I hated how horrible I would feel. That number was I can just, I would just stand there and cry and cry and cry and feel horrible about myself because of a number. And now it's like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. Let's move on. Like my whole mind shift changed. Like my mental, like the whole mental part of it too shifted for me. I don't look at just that number anymore. I look at how I feel. I look at how I'm sleeping. I look at the fact that, you know, I'm able to do things that I was terrified of doing. And it's, it's a really good feeling to be away from that. I don't miss it anymore. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, because it's tough getting away from that mindset of everything because we're so ingrained with all the stuff that we hear over and over and over again. And I appreciate you being honest with the feelings surrounding the scale because so, so many people are victim to the scale and it'll make or break that day or that week or even their entire journey if they get a really bad result. So I know that we've always talked about like, are we, is it even worth like weighing ourselves at all and just work, like focus on the inches? Like if you were to talk to yourself in the past, what would you tell them about the scale and the inches and like how progress should be viewed? Oh, I would be, I was mean to myself. I'll be honest. I was horrible to myself. I wouldn't even know what I would say to myself. Um, I was stuck. I was literally stuck with three pounds. I couldn't move the scale one way or another. It was three pounds up, three pounds down. And I, and that was like that for years, I was stuck. And when I, I, um, when I first started working out, I gained weight, but I lost inches, but I felt so bad about myself 
because that number didn't move. I mean, you could see in pictures from when I very first started working out to, you know, when I injured myself, there was a drastic change in my body composition, but I didn't acknowledge that because that number didn't move the way I wanted it to. And I put so much value in that number and really just a number at the end of the day. I mean, yes, I still don't like stepping on a scale. It's one of those things. It's one of those things that I'm still working on. Um, but it's gotten so much better where when I weigh myself every couple weeks now, it's like, okay, cool. What do you got to do different? Nothing cool. Keep moving. You know? <laughs> it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect me like it used to. I think the last time I weighed myself was a couple of days before our check-in. What was that? Two, three weeks ago yep. before I would have weighed myself 10 times, you know, to today, if I had done that, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, why of oh, the weekend? Let's, you know, it's what I would have done. Yeah. It's like, now let's it's see like, what the damage was after the weekend, yeah. and, which is always going to end poorly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now it's like, cool, let's just keep going. Make a little adjustment if you need to. Don't have as many days of ice cream with your husband or do it and you'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's, it's... Love that. Now, yeah. we've gone through your journey and like where you're at, like, you have come such a far way and I could not be more proud as a coach, especially on the mindset side, because that is not an easy thing to do. Now, when it comes to looking towards the future, what now that with everything that we've done, everything that we've worked on, what are you looking forward to the most? What happens in another six months? Because when we started, you said, when, yep. when we started, you said, what was your goal? And the only thing I could think of, you know, without saying I want to lose weight was to get stronger. And then when we said, okay, we, we, you did those months, you know, what do you want to do next? And I said, I want to see where I'm at in six months. Um, I want to see where I'm at in another six months because, you know, it's so cool to see where I've been and where I'm going and where my mindset is. I don't have a certain number. Well, I mean, yeah, I do, but it's, you know, it's not as, um, as intriguing as, you know, what's changing with my body, you know, what's changing with the amount of weight I'm lifting, you know, maybe I'll put another day of exercise in there. Maybe I won't, I don't know, but just to see where I'm at in another six months, you know, because I, if anybody ever said, Kristen, you know, what are you doing? I would tell them, you know, my story and which I'm doing, but like really sit down and tell them, you know, what it's done for me. If anybody needs a coach, if you think you do, you know, please do it. You know, you won't regret it. And like, I know that, um, you know, we have our group and everything. Um, but if you're going to invest in yourself, make yourself a priority, you know, this isn't, you know, don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your money, you know, make yourself a priority because you're worth it. So prioritize yourself. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I think that a lot of people really like, they say it's important. They say it's a big deal to them, but at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, it's, uh, we got to take care of this thing around the house or, uh, Johnny's got this club sport coming up, like the car. We just got this new one. That's a little out of budget. Like when it comes to priorities, you make, you make room for what matters. And exactly. was there anything that you did in particular in your own situation that like you move things around so that that way you can make it work for you or how did no, that look for you? I didn't have to. I didn't. I was very upfront. I said, I'm going to do it this day and this day. And that's it. When we first started, I'd, I worked out Monday and Friday. Why? I work from home on Mondays and Fridays. I don't have to leave my house. I have my weights here. You know, I can get up and do what and 
do what I need to do in the morning. And if I need to work out on my lunch break, I can, but I want to get it done first thing in the morning. I have my coffee. My husband leaves for work. I go downstairs. I do my workout. I stretch. I come upstairs, have a glass of water, take a shower, go to work. I had no excuse why I couldn't do it. I, I removed all the excuses unless I was sick um, mm-hmm. or I had to move a workout around or I had a doctor's appointment. This was a priority for me. There was no reason why I couldn't stick to what I said I was going to do. I prioritized my time. I made sure that if I needed to go to bed 15 minutes earlier, so I wasn't as tired in the morning, I did that. So I took out every single excuse, every single obstacle and said, this is what I'm doing. And I stuck with it. There we go. And now as far as I know, one of the big things that I started thinking of as you were listing all that off is one of the big contentions to getting this started and all that is financial too. Now, I'm just curious, when you started eating better, was that more or less money when you started to improve your nutrition? Like when you started to exercise, like how did that look? Pretty much the same. Honestly, I love to grocery shop. I'm a grocery shopper. I love to spend time in the grocery store. So for me, um, I would find new things and replace them with instead of something else. Mm -hmm. So for me, my budget stayed exactly the same. I set a budget and I stick with it. Maybe I'll buy a couple more fruits or veggies or different protein, but um, I'm not wasting as much food. I can tell you that much because I'm not like I wasted, I wasn't wasting food, but I'm more cognizant of the amount of salad I'm putting in my bowl when I bring my salad to work because I used to take it and just dump it in there. Now I put my bowl on in my food scale and I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have this much or do I want to have this much, you know, so it helps me. It helped me plan out my grocery shopping a little bit more. I will say that I wasn't spending as much money throwing lettuce away. Let's say that. Yes. Yes. And you also <laughs> didn't fall for the uh, organic everything or like super no. pricey, like Franken, mm-hmm. like whatever foods that they, that they that no. are absurdly expensive no. because they happen to be at Whole Foods. Uh, the closest Whole Foods is like 45 minutes from my house. I'll oh, stick with the go. local grocery <laughs> <That works> store. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, when I hear people say it's so much more expensive to eat healthy, I'm like, where are you shopping? Like all these pretty damn healthy. (laughs) It is not, like I said, my budget didn't really change. It's, it is what it is. You know, you're going to pay for it one way or another, whether you're going out to dinner, you're cooking at home, you know, where do you want to spend your money? For me, I love to cook. I love to eat at home. For me, eating out is a treat. If I want to eat out, I want to go out with my husband and my family on a Friday or Saturday night. I'll cook Monday through Friday, have leftovers. I'm good with that. So, you know, it's yeah. where you, it's what you prioritize. And that's what healthy fit people do, because that's like how a healthy fit person lives. And that's really the thing that I think you've really nailed throughout this whole process is just being that identity, being that different person, because that's another thing that we get on in the program is your U2.0. Like you need to adopt a different version of yourself. That's going to keep you in that place where you're feeling your best, living your best life. And out of everything we talked about, is there anything else that has been added onto your U2.0 that like has been a big difference from the start to now? Nasal breathing, believe it or not, (laughs) nasal breathing. I was such a walker to begin with. So when I started, the only thing I did, I walked for a year. Every morning, rain, the little tiny bit of snow we would get, I walked. 
And me and the dog, we would just walk and walk and walk. And that's all I did. And then you said incorporate nasal breathing when you're stressed and just do that for five minutes when you're walking. That makes such a difference because it clears your mind, it clears your head, it gets out that stress, gets out that anxiety. And that made such a difference for me. Um, so whenever I'm stressed, I just walk outside for five minutes, I nasal breathe, and it's like I'm refocused, I'm recentered, and I can continue my day. There we go. I keep saying there we go because I'm just sitting back like so proud, so proud. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm proud too. I'm I like keep... that. I'm like that proud dance dad that's like or dance mom that's doing the steps with you in in the uh, the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it but... feels good. I can say it feels good. I just working with you has brought so much value to my to my life. You know, it's I can't say it enough. Like I always tell you, thank you. But like, I sincerely mean that. Thank you. Because like I said, I was a mess. I, I was just a disaster. I did everything backwards. And I feel like that happened for a reason. Right. So I learned all that stuff. So when I met you, I was prepared. Right. Because when I graduated, I got my associate's degree from school last May. And my husband said, what do you want to do next? What's your next goal? And I said, I don't know. And he's like, well, think about what you want to do. What do you want to work on next? And then two months later, I meet you. So this turn, like the, the universe aligned everything perfectly. I didn't know what I needed to work on. And clearly working on myself has not been a waste. It hasn't. It has brought so much like livelihood back to me. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And honestly, I I know a lot of coaches have like some not so great experiences with clients, but I'm like, if I could have a th like a thousand Kristens, I would be the <laughs> happiest person in the entire world. And honestly, you and all the clients right now are so incredibly awesome. I love all of you and you're all doing incredible. So, I mean, thank you. You make the job fun, which is thank something you. that not everybody is as fortunate to experience in this profession. So you guys are amazing. Now, oh, I know that you, you just you just covered like pretty much everything about how it's changed. I'm I want to finish on this like the things that I know when we do our next phase questionnaires and I ask you how has this affected your happiness, your job performance and all that? Like is there something that stands out where you're like this affected me in a way I really didn't expect it to? Um how I see myself Honestly, I had so I've, like I said, I've struggled with depression on and off since I was 13 and not being afraid of, mm. you know, trying things again and feeling like a failure. Um, when I hurt myself, I was so down on myself. I was so depressed and I didn't realize how much I missed this until I was back doing it again because I was so scared. You know, it was, I remember going to the gym for the first time and being nervous, but this was a different kind of nervous. It was, you know what you're doing. Don't screw it up again. Um, don't hurt yourself again. Don't do all of those things again. So I surprised myself with how, um, how I've handled that along the way. So yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Cause you've, You've proven to yourself, you can do hard things and you know how to take care of yourself and yeah. make yourself the, t the priority and not force yourself into a bad situation. So you nailed it.
So, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So thank you so much, Kristen, for sharing your story. I know that there's going to be tons of people who are listening right now that are just nodding their heads like, yes, this is me. This is me. And if anybody <laughs> listening right now wants to dip their toes in the water on anything we're talking about, that's what the Fit40 Family Facebook group is for. It's down in the show notes. Give it a click. But if you're like, no, I don't want to dip my toes. I want to jump in head first, then go ahead and apply for coaching. That's also going to be in the show notes. Now, Kristen, thank you so much for hopping on. I really, really do appreciate you do, being here, doing your thing and sharing your story. And I just can't thank you enough. So thank you so much. Thank I cannot wait to see what happens in the next six months. We'll have to do a, a repeat episode maybe. <laughs> and we'll, we'll. I'm good with that. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. The, the world needs more. This is what a year, this is what two years after the process looks like. So we'll have to do that, make a, make a note of it and I can't wait. I really can't. So thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you all same time, same place next week. Until then, go kick some ass. I'll see you later.